Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime. Perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1076. 12 Things That Make You Gain Belly Fat, part one, by Francisca Spritzler with Healthline.com. And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil. Hey there, happy Wednesday, and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I read some of the best health and fitness blogs to you, usually with a little bit of my commentary at the end. Now, today's post is a bit on the longer side. So, as usual, I'll read the first half today and then finish it up for you tomorrow. And before I get to today's post, don't forget, I answer your questions every Friday. You can now send one in via email to health at oldpodcast.com. And remember, if you send me a question, either via email or your audio question, you'll be entered into small, special raffles to win books from us. Oh, and it's Wednesday, so how could I forget? Like I do every Wednesday, it's time for a little bit of inspiration, so I like to share an inspirational quote with you. So here's today's. Quote, hold yourself responsible for a higher standard than anybody else expects of you. Never excuse yourself. Never pity yourself. Be a hard master to yourself and be lenient to everybody else. Henry Ward Beecher. All right, now we're ready to hear today's post. So let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. 12 Things That Make You Gain Belly Fat, Part 1, by Francisca Spritzler with Healthline.com. Excess belly fat is extremely unhealthy. It's a risk factor for diseases like metabolic syndrome, type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. The medical term for unhealthy fat in the belly is visceral fat, which refers to fat surrounding the liver and other organs in your abdomen. Even normal weight people with excess belly fat have an increased risk of health problems. So here are 12 things that may make you gain belly fat. 1. Sugary foods and beverages. Many people take in more sugar every day than they realize. High-sugar foods include cakes and candies, along with so-called healthier choices like muffins and frozen yogurt. Soda, flavored coffee drinks, and sweet tea are among the most popular sugar-sweetened beverages. Observational studies have shown a link between high-sugar intake 
and excess belly fat. This may be largely due to the high fructose content of added sugars. Both regular sugar and high fructose corn syrup are high in fructose. Regular sugar has 50% fructose, and high fructose corn syrup has 55% fructose. In a controlled 10-week study, overweight and obese people who consume 25% of their calories as fructose-sweetened beverages on a weight-maintaining diet experienced a decrease in insulin sensitivity and an increase in belly fat. A second study reported a reduction in fat burning and metabolic rate among people who followed a similar high-fructose diet. Although too much sugar in any form may lead to weight gain, sugar-sweetened beverages may be especially problematic. Sodas and other sweet drinks make it easy to consume large doses of sugar in a very short period of time. What's more, studies have shown that liquid calories don't have the same effects on appetite as calories from solid foods. When you drink your calories, it doesn't make you feel full, so you don't compensate by eating less of other foods instead. Bottom line. Frequently consuming foods and beverages high in sugar or high fructose corn syrup may cause belly fat gain. Two, alcohol. Alcohol can have both healthful and harmful effects. When consumed in moderate amounts, especially as red wine, it may lower your risk of heart attacks and stroke. However, high alcohol intake may lead to inflammation, liver disease, and other health problems. Some studies have shown that alcohol suppresses fat burning and that excess calories from alcohol are partly stored as belly fat, hence the term beer belly. Studies have linked high alcohol intake to weight gain around the middle. One study found that men who consumed more than three drinks per day were 80% more likely to have excess belly fat than men who consumed less alcohol. The quantity of alcohol consumed within a 24-hour period also appears to play a role. In another study, daily drinkers who consumed less than one drink per day tended to have the least abdominal fat, while those who drank less often but consumed four or more drinks on drinking days were most likely to have excess belly fat. Bottom line, heavy alcohol consumption increases the risk of several diseases and is linked to excess belly fat. Three, trans fats. Trans fats are the unhealthiest fats on the planet. They're created by adding hydrogen to unsaturated fats in order to make them more stable. Trans fats are often used to extend the shelf lives of packaged foods, such as muffins, baking mixes, and crackers. Trans fats have also been shown to cause inflammation. This can lead to insulin resistance, heart disease, and a number of other diseases. There are also some animal studies suggesting that diets containing trans fats may cause excess belly fat. At the end of a six-year study, monkeys that were fed an 8% trans fat diet gained weight and had 33% more abdominal fat than those monkeys fed an 8% monounsaturated fat diet, despite both groups receiving just enough calories to maintain their weight. Bottom line, trans fats increase inflammation that may drive insulin resistance and the accumulation of belly fat. Four, inactivity. A sedentary lifestyle is one of the biggest risk factors for poor health. Over the past few decades, people have generally become less active. This has likely played a role in the rising rates of obesity, including abdominal obesity. A major survey that was conducted between 1988 and 2010 in the US found that there was a significant increase in inactivity, weight, and abdominal girth in men and women. 
Another observational study compared women who watched more than three hours of TV per day to those who watched less than one hour per day. They found that the group that watched more TV had almost twice the risk of severe abdominal obesity compared to the group that watched less TV. One study also suggests that inactivity contributes to the regain of belly fat after losing weight. In this study, researchers reported that people who performed resistance or aerobic exercise for one year after losing weight were able to prevent abdominal fat regain, while those who did not exercise had a 25 to 38% increase in belly fat. Bottom line, inactivity may promote an increase in belly fat. Resistance and aerobic exercise may prevent abdominal fat regain after weight loss. Five, low-protein diets. Getting adequate dietary protein is one of the most important factors in preventing weight gain. High-protein diets make you feel full and satisfied. It may also increase your metabolic rate and lead to a spontaneous reduction in calorie intake. In contrast, low-protein intake may cause you to gain belly fat over the long term. Several large observational studies suggest that people who consume the highest amount of protein are the least likely to have excess belly fat. In addition, animal studies have found that a hormone known as neuropeptide Y or NPY leads to increased appetite and promotes belly fat gain. Your levels of NPY increase when your protein intake is low. Bottom line, low protein intake may drive hunger and belly fat gain. It may also increase the hunger hormone neuropeptide Y. Six, menopause. Gaining belly fat during menopause is extremely common. At puberty, the hormone estrogen signals the body to begin storing fat on the hips and thighs in preparation for a potential pregnancy. This subcutaneous fat isn't harmful, although it can be extremely difficult to lose in some cases. Menopause officially occurs one year after a woman has her last menstrual period. Around this time, her estrogen levels drop dramatically, causing fat to be stored in the abdomen rather than on the hips and thighs. Some women gain more belly fat at this time than others. This may partly be due to genetics, as well as the age at which menopause starts. One study found that women who complete menopause at a younger age tend to gain less abdominal fat. Bottom line, hormonal changes at menopause result in a shift in fat storage from the hips and thighs to visceral fat in the abdomen. Seven, hear that on tomorrow's episode. You just listened to part one of the post titled 12 Things That Make You Gain Belly Fat by Francisca Spritzler with Healthline.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash 
health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. So why do we care so much about belly fat? You may be thinking, uh, hello, Dr. Neil, it doesn't look good. Well, it goes beyond just that. We're learning that fat stored around the abdomen behaves differently than fat stored anywhere else on the body. Fat stored on the hips, for example, isn't as harmful as fat stored around the belly button. Somehow, fat cells around the belly release a different set of hormones, hormones that are potentially harmful. In fact, these hormones may increase inflammation throughout the body, which then, as Francisca mentioned, may increase risk for certain diseases like heart disease and stroke. It may also increase the risk for certain types of cancer. Not only that, but abdominal fat is stubborn. It doesn't want to go away. So when you lose weight, it's usually the last area to disappear. But the good news is, with time, that fat will go away. We just have to be consistent. Even if we can just be consistent with one or two of the recommendations Francisca is sharing with us, it will help jumpstart our path to less belly fat. Now, if you don't like any of the suggestions mentioned today, that's okay. That's because we're gonna talk about more on tomorrow's episode. And that does it for today. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I'll see you back here on tomorrow's show where we'll finish up this post and where your optimal life awaits.